Things don't work if you're not excited about them. No, they don't. Say, I'm praying. I know sometimes when people, how come it is sometimes the prayers are the most sad people? You know, they got that kind of heaviness. I'm a prayer. Well, I bet your prayers aren't working. Right? I mean, seriously, depressed prayers don't work. According to the Word, uh, that would, those would be weak prayers anyway because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So you're not, not a strong prayer if you're not happy. People who pray the most should smile the most. I guess we know who's been praying. (laughs) People with the strongest faith are those who smile the most. Amen. In other words, they're they're happy. Praise the Lord. What was that? It was that. Is that Romans 15, where where the Lord said, uh, where Paul said, uh, "Help me out." Fill you with all joy and peace. Remember, how's that scripture start? May the God of all peace fill you with all joy and peace in believing. In believing. In other words, a person who is uh, filled. In other words, a person who is believing. They have two main characteristics. They are full of peace and they are full of joy. If you're not full of peace and joy, you're not believing. I'm really standing in faith. No, you're not. Just pulling my hair out in faith. No, I'm just stressing. I know. I mean, I'm not making light of that, but you're not believing. So you're saying I don't have any faith. I'm saying you're not. You're not in faith. I don't know what you have. I'm saying you're not in faith. Not using your faith. Faith is a choice we make. Are you listening? You know, I don't. I know people who get a who take offense to that statement. You're saying I don't have any faith. They would not get along with Jesus. And I'm telling you, they're not getting along with him. Because they have a misconception of what the Lord was like. The Lord got on people's case who weren't getting results. He acted like it was their fault. Are you saying it's our fault? I'm just telling you how Jesus taught. Right? When they didn't deal with the storm. When they couldn't cast the spirit out of that, the guy's son. Jesus got on their case. It was Jesus who made up the phrases, oh, ye of little faith, <laughs> small faith, weak faith, no faith. <laughs> it was Jesus who came up with those, that, those phrases. Now, you know, there are, there's a whole segment of the body of Christ, and we love them all, but they've been duped into thinking, if you ever say that someone doesn't, uh, their faith isn't up to the task in some way, that, oh, you're just, how can you say that? You're just cruel. No, it's actually helpful. Huh? And I'm not saying all believers do have faith. So I'm, you know, speaking, the, you know, theologically. But a lot of people are not using it. They're not walking in it. They're not exercising it because they don't know how, right? Their minds haven't been renewed, and 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 you know they've been taught incorrectly, and, and they need to be biblically taught. Amen. And here's one of those things: whenever you pray, whenever you stand in faith, if you're happy about it, good sign. If every time you think about it, a little spark comes, you know, like you know, like if you're thinking about something you really enjoy to do, but you start thinking about your prayer. 
that you prayed last week or last month. And you start thinking about it and you go, okay. Now you might think about the circumstance and think, oh. But then you remember, oh no, I prayed about that. Oh good. Man, I could have been in trouble. But thank God I prayed about it. And Jesus said, you know, John 15, 7, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you'll ask whatever you will, and it'll be done for you. So I, well, I already did that. <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> it's good. You might catch your style. I was about to call someone and ask them to pray for me. But why would I do that? I already have it. Hmm? <laughs> now, if you want to call someone before you pray, that's fine. Get them to pray with you and agree with you. That's, uh, th- that's good. But once you pray, you're happy about it. Woo-hoo! You even get the testimony paper out. I'm going to start getting get my name on here at least, get this thing started to get filled out because I've already prayed. So this, I'm about to fill out the rest of it any moment here. How many know this is a life of expectation? That's what we're talking about. When a person expects that what they prayed or what God said is about to come to pass in their life, you get excited about that. Amen. Amen. Well, why are women sometimes said to be expecting? <laughs> well, how many know that they're not just in la-la land? Oh, you just have false hopes. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing false about this. You know, uh, you're said to be expecting because something has been planted something is alive inside of them and uh, in the how many know in the beginning days of that when uh she is first uh she first conceives she doesn't have any kind of physical uh sign of being pregnant even you know they take the little tests now and you get the little line or something you know and that little deal some of you who are a little bit older you don't know this now, now, the reason I'm saying that is because I know this. When we had our our last child, uh, we went down to visit my parents, and uh, Amy wrapped up the little test thing that showed that she was pregnant, and in a little present thing, and gave it to my mom, and just as a you know a creative way to let her know. She thought she was just, she just got her something, you know, a little present. And she opens it up and looks at it and says, what's this? <laughs> she literally didn't know. You know, it'd been a while. I guess they did things different back then. I don't know about doing things different. <laughs> and uh, how did you know back then? I guess you had to go to get a blood test, right? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Rabbits. Right, I need some help here. Who wants to explain that to me? If a rabbit dies, you're pregnant. I'll have to Google that later. <laughs> She didn't know about that. But, but again, a woman is, uh, you know, you can't tell physically in the initial stages. She can have the little test or the rabbit or whatever or a blood test from the doctor that says you're pregnant. 
and but there's no physical signs in those in the very first stages but how many know she starts to expect she starts to expect now on a negative side sometimes women shoot themselves in the foot they start expecting to have morning sickness because they think well that's the way it works no it doesn't have to happen that way huh stop expecting negative stuff lots of women don't have it amen huh none any other ladies none so listen anyone yeah some people who are going to have babies <laughs> sorry I, I saw you getting excited there <laughs> uh, maybe at some point you know if you're any don't expect to get sick expect to be well amen expectation is a faith word yay and so anyway again a, a woman begins to expect uh, why is that because she knows there's something inside of her already and that's exactly what happens when a person gets in faith concerning something that God promised that they asked him for they prayed and laid hold of that promise or something the Lord has already done and they said yes that's mine I recognize that as a person in Christ as a believer this is my rightful possession it's present tense in me as a believer what happens because they know they have something they begin to expect what do they expect it's only a matter of time until what I have in here is going to be out here okay now with a with a baby there's a you know a specified time time period all right with some things the lord may tell you it may be for a specified time period god did that with abraham all right and and, and the promised child of isaac that they would have a son and all there, there that was a a promise for a certain time because you know he stood for for a while yeah, years. And, you know, that's when some people give up. But, you know, it was for a certain time. But how many know your healing's not for a certain time? Because that's a past tense thing. That went back to the cross. The Lord never is telling people your healing is uh, delayed, you know, by Him. I will heal, heal you sometime down the road. Those people never get healed. All right, but we must recognize that there is something in us. When you pray, you get it. You remember uh, Mark 11 and verse 24, where Jesus taught there about in 23 about speaking to the mountain, in verse 24 about the prayer of faith. He said, Whatsoever, "What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you." receive them and you shall have them that's interesting believe that you receive or really the tense there is uh, not present tense it's present or NIV says believe that you have received them in other words when you pray you believe that you got it right then he said if you'll do that then you will have it what do you mean you will have it if you have it you will have it. If you have it by faith, you've got it on the inside of you. Faith is of the heart. If you have it by faith, then you 
will have it. If you don't ever have it, talking physically, that means you never got it on the inside first. So I've prayed about it, but it's never happened. That means you never got it. How do I get it? You simply believe that you receive it. Believe that you get it. What does that cause you to do? You just got impregnated. Guys. Impregnated with the fulfillment of God's promise to you. Amen. And so when that happens, you start to expect. If we pray correctly and are in faith when we pray, we get up from our prayer expecting to see something. We're expecting things to change. We're expecting physical things to change. When? Now, I have it, so I'm looking for it. And if I'm praying for something in particular, you know, if I'm praying and trusting God for, for employment, as soon as I'm done praying, I'm expecting. If the phone rings right away, I, I'll probably be thinking, oh, that's probably it. Now, I don't know if that is it, but that's what my thinking is. I'm expect because I don't know if it's going to come through a phone call or, or another way, but I think, oh, yeah, that's probably it. Oh, oh, was that the mailman? Oh, that's probably it. Because you know how many know the Lord can set things in motion even before you pray because he, he knew that you would pray. <laughs> a lot of things are set up way in advance by the Lord. We realize that. That's because, remember, the Old Testament, God revealed himself to Abraham and uh, as the Lord, our provider. Remember Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And that was when, after uh, the Lord uh, tested him in regards to Isaac, that, uh, you know, he told him uh, he was going to sacrifice his son. Then the Lord said, stop. I see that you're going to do whatever I tell you to do. And, and you're obedient. He said, stop. And then there was a ram caught in the thicket. Caught in the thicket. Just out of the blue. Oh, there's the ram caught in the thicket. And that became the sacrifice. And Abraham saw that and said, the Lord's our provider. What that means, literally, is the one who sees. The Lord, our provider, is the one who sees. What's that talking about? Talking about God's foreknowledge. How he sees ahead in advance to provide what we need. Yeah. I mean, you think about that, that ram, where was he the day before? <laughs> well, I think the Lord was setting things up. That ram was going here and there and here and there, and, and right at the right time he got caught because the Lord knew that's when Abraham is going to uh, be needing the sacrifice, and it was all set up, all ready to go, and that's where we get he's our provider. Is he still our provider today? Yeah, what does that mean? He set things, sets things up in advance. He knows that you're going to obey, that you're going to do the right thing. He knows that you're going to pray the prayer of faith, and you're going to get up from your prayer expecting. Where is it? Where is it? What's happening here? And when you pray in that way, you, you enter into the provision of God. But he knew in advance that you would do that, so he already set it up. Say, what if I'm not going to do that? He already knew that. <laughs> no waste of resources. 
on those who aren't expecting. Amen. However, though, uh, when we do expect, again, things are happening. Say, does that mean like I shouldn't go out and apply for a job? If, if, if staying with the same illustration, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying when you go, you're expecting. Yeah, you might apply and look and and do some things, and there's an expectation there. What? Oh, this is going to work out. Oh, I, I say, well, what if what if I got to a situation and and it they didn't give me the job. You're not discouraged by that because you already prayed. You're never discouraged. Why would you be discouraged? You already prayed and got it. You believed that you received the answer to your prayer, and therefore you're expecting. You know, sometimes people get their faith shaken if, you know, if they are standing or praying, trusting God for a physical healing, and then they have a checkup, and the doctor says, well, you know, the lump is the lump is still there, or the condition, and they get, oh, I was expecting it to be gone. Well, don't quit. If you really got it, that's not a big deal, all right? What's the big deal about that? It is leaving, right? According to your prayer, which was based on the Word of God, it has to. So you don't get sad, you get glad. So, well, we still get to see it go then. Amen. May I come back and get it checked again? Because it's, go, it's going. It's going. There's no, there's no question about that. It's not a matter of, uh, of whether it is going to leave or not. It absolutely is. Say what? Because I already got my healing when I prayed. I already got it. So I'm expecting. Any moment. Any second. Now watch this. I'm not. We don't want to slip into the mode where we're, where we're saying, I'm expecting that God's going to do it. I prayed, so I'm expecting that God's going to do it out here. No, that's not what I said at all. That's not what Jesus said. He didn't say, if you believe you receive, then sometime in the future God will do it. This is where oftentimes people get into error and they undermine their faith and therefore it's not working. They put, they put it off on God. He's, I believe God's going to do it. No, 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 no. You must believe that He already did it. How could you believe that you receive what God didn't give? That's impossible. I can't believe that I have what God didn't give. Unless I'm convinced ahead of time that there is a supply that I'm drawing from, then there's no substance to my prayer. I've got to know that there is a reservoir in God of whatever I need. And at the moment of my prayer or my standing on the Word and claiming what He promised for me, that I am reaching into that reservoir and drawing that out. Okay? Too many people, they act as if everything that they need and want is a matter of God deciding to move forward with it. There are some things, again, with His plan and purpose for your life, there are seasons and times with that. But not about God's provision, not about Him taking care of you, not about your health and victory in life. Amen. Those things are established. There is a 
Uh, you know, someone needs body parts. There's plenty. They're already provided. Already made. <laughs> someone needs finances or opportunities. These things are already finished in the mind of God. So when I believe I receive, I'm not then waiting for God to do it. If I'm waiting for God, then I'd be tempted to pray again. You say praying again is bad? <laughs> If I'm making requests over and over, yes, that's bad. If I'm praying this time, if I pray today the same thing I prayed yesterday, I'm talking about for a need to be met, something like that. If I'm praying the same thing that I prayed yesterday, I'm saying by praying today that yesterday's prayer didn't work. The very fact that I'm saying it again, I'm admitting that God didn't hear me or God didn't answer me yesterday. And if God didn't answer me yesterday, why would I think he's going to answer me today? Say, well, if we keep bugging him, he eventually will. Ooh. See, that comes from a misunderstanding of Scripture where Jesus taught about the unjust judge, and they think that was God. You don't bug God into eventually answering you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he's quick. And speedy in his response to his people. Praise the Lord. And so I don't want to now pray today to undo what I did yesterday. I think it was Smith Wigglesworth who said, if a person prays, I forget the number he used, but five times, that means at least four of those were prayed in unbelief. Which time are you going to believe? The moment you do. You can stop asking for it. And what say, what do I do? You start thanking Him that it's done. You start giving God praise, giving Him thanks. I believe I receive, so I'm expecting. Amen. I'm expecting. I'm expecting to feel better. I'm expecting money to come in. I'm expecting opportunities to come my way. I'm, I'm expecting. I'm expecting to see some things. Why? Because I'm getting bigger every day. <laughs> just getting bit, I'm just going to burst, man. Something's got to come out. And it's the manifestation of what you got back when you got real close with the Lord. Amen. And something from Him went into you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God is good. <laughs> Expectation, that's a faith word. Keep smiling, be at peace. If you find yourself stressing out, find yourself afraid, find yourself worrying that things aren't going to work out, the solution to that is not, Lord, you know, take this away from me. Get, in, get into what he said. Find a scripture that deals with your specific situation. Get a concordance if you don't know where they're at. Look up key words. Find scriptures that deal with your situation. Think about those night and day. Meditate on them. Let them come out of your mouth. Let, let, let them be in your prayer life of thanksgiving. I thank you, Lord, that you provided this for I thank you for Philippians. I thank you for Galatians. I thank you for the words of Jesus. And, and begin to give him praise for what he's doing. What, what is it doing? Is it changing God? Again, no. Sometimes people have acted like those, those of us who just say, I thank you, Lord, that you said this in your word, that you said this in your word. We, and we, we, we praise like that. Uh, I've heard some even kind of, you know, almost in a mocking way say, 
that, you know, what are they doing? They're trying to cheer God on and to encourage Him to do it. It's not about encouraging God. It's, it's, it's about thanking Him. It's about being grateful. It's about being humble. And it's about reminding ourselves. All right? When we, when we put God in remembrance, a lot of that is because we need to remember. Amen. It was God who established in the Old Testament different memorials that they would set up. And and even our, our communion that we partake of. It's a memorial. It's, it's to remind us. Amen. Because God knew that we wouldn't remember everything. Some Just like we said earlier. Some people, they forget. They haven't shouted for like days. I mean, imagine that. A Christian. Spirit-filled. Go days without getting excited about God. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, what a tragedy. To not shout the victory. I, I don't think there's going to be too many days or whatever time frame we use in heaven uh, where we're going to have to, where we could say that that would be true. Uh, man, I've gone, wow, it's been like 100 years since I've shouted. I think it'll be pretty normal. Amen. I just think it'll just be a natural part of our life. Woohoo! Yeah! Yes! Glory! <laughs> Amen. There we won't wear out our voice doing it. <laughs> Which I feel coming on. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But again, meditate, meditating on His Word, specifically what He said to you, that'll deal with the stress. That will help you overcome the what if it doesn't work. Man, it's the Word of God. It always works. Well, I'm going to try that. Try, try, shmai. Do. Act on. Take God at His Word. Say, Lord, I'm holding you to this. <laughs> that, that pleases Him, you know. It's, it, it, I can't talk to God that way. <laughs> Listen, He's the one who promised. He's the one who said it. And all He wants us to do is trust Him. Trust Him. Amen. I like what uh, Pastor Scales said. God doesn't want you to try your hardest. Do your best. <laughs> Give it your best shot. Oh, I'll try. Knock it off and just trust Him. Amen. Because then how many know we get out of our own strength and our own ability. We start operating in a supernatural level of grace. Amen. Amen. God's divine ability working in us and working through us. And that's what make all, makes all the difference in the world. All right. Praise the Lord.